for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing really well. Doing really well. How's uh everything going for you? Um, yeah. How's everything going for you? Sorry, I was trying to fix something here. Yeah. No. All going really good. We've um just had a litter of puppies downstairs, so lots of music and lots of puppy cuddles. So that's good. Nice. 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 Uh, so we have Nicole Shortland with us. Uh, for just to kind of bring everybody up to par if uh, if they're just meeting you for the first time kind of tell everybody what your story is uh what got you into music uh, um so when i was 13 i was at sports day at school and um my then well my soon-to-be manager was renting out a room in our school for auditions for a girl band um i went in and auditioned with grass in my hair um, along with two other girls from sports day and we ended up signing with him um, as like a management company and production and publishing deal. When I was 13, the other girls were 16. We then got a record deal with um, Mercury Universal. Mm. So they were in a girl band. I went solo at 16, signed with Sony. And I did lots of different pop and dance and lots of stuff over the years. And then I had a top 10, the UK top 10 of DJ Fresh. I wrote for Little Mix, um, got a song on their number one album, Salute, called Towers. And then been singing and writing country like forever, but never actually released it. It was always for me, what, what I loved doing, what I wanted to do, what I did when I got home. And then one day, <laughs> six months ago, decided to just... Um, go ahead and release it. And I did, I, I wrote Ride. That was the first track, country track I wrote for the project. Um, that came out a couple months back and I got the next single coming out in just over a week now. Awesome, awesome. So what was what was kind of the catalyst to make that transition over to country? I mean, I know you said you'd kind of been writing it for yourself, but was there a reason why you kind of decided to make that transition as, into a, a country musician? I went through periods from like being a recording artist and a performing artist of falling out of love with music. And the number one thing to always bring me back was country. Mm. If it wasn't Dolly, it was Taylor. And most recently at the beginning of the year, I'd fallen out of love with music again. And I was in the living room with my daughter and I said, I'm not going to say it because there's one next to me. But I said, A-L-E-X-A, <laughs> play Taylor Swift. Mm. And then we were dancing around and singing along to Taylor Swift. And I just thought, this is what makes me happy. Music, I'm good at it. I've, it's all I've ever done. But this particular music is what makes me happy. And I just put my love and my feelings first and just trusted myself, I guess. I just trusted that hopefully what I make and is good enough to make other people happy too. Yeah, for sure. That that trust in yourself that you knew you were making the right decision is so important. And that self-awareness that it's like, okay, I'm going to do this for me. 
is awesome and I, I really respect that yeah i definitely feel like i've spent a long time because obviously i'm 27 now i signed my first record at 13. Mm -hmm. i spent the majority of that time doing what i thought was right or doing what i was told was right mm -hmm. and never really had that freedom to become an adult and make those decisions and make mistakes because i had to do the right thing and now i finally feel like i am <laughs> and it's just the most amazing feeling and i I do like the gigs and the performances and I sing my songs and as a couple sing along bits and it, it almost makes me emotional when people are singing along with the tracks that I wrote that make me feel really good as opposed to it feeling like a job if that makes sense mm. it's just like yep. a passion yeah that's that's really cool um so signing a record deal that's so young you said you signed a record deal at the age of 13 what was like so was there anything that you kind of like took away from that experience that once you kind of started going in for your playing music for yourself that you vowed that you'd never repeat? Was there any like mistakes that you made during that period? I definitely think like in the beginning of my career, the biggest mistake was creating music, liking music, and then moving on to the next song mm. and waiting to have a plan in place before releasing anything. And that has mm. been like something that has haunted me because I've not released that many songs in my life. I mean, quite a lot of songs, but I probably have the best part of 900 songs, good songs unreleased that I just never got around to creating a plan for. And so yeah. every time I write a song, I'm like slotting it into the, <laughs> slotting it into where it's gonna come out. And I think the next track, so Out of Town Girl is the last song that I wrote, the most recent song, but it's Jump the Cube. It's now come second because I'm like, this is a good one. So I think the main thing I've taken from it is that kind of sitting on music and that waiting for the right time. You have to create the right time for your song mm -hmm. to create the right time for everything in life. And that's something that I definitely realized. And plus there are a lot of jobs, like in a label, especially a big one like Universal and Sony, there are a lot of jobs and a lot of people that get you to that point of releasing a song. And I've been figuring out that there is a lot to do and I don't even know necessarily which gaps I need to fill in. So I'm figuring that out too. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's all, especially now it's kind of like a learning process of figuring out where, what you want to do as far as like covering certain aspects of the industry by yourself and what it is you enjoy versus what it is. It's like, yeah, I'm going to push that. I'm going to, if I can afford to pay somebody else to do that, I'm going to do that because running promotions or ads or, you know, like whatever it is, isn't my strong suit or writing EPKs or press releases or whatever, you know. So looking forward to um, the the new release that you have coming out in about a week or so. Uh, what's the story behind this song? Um, so this track I wrote, I wrote it about my boyfriend. Um, and as I was writing the song, I just felt like there needed to be a story behind it. And so I just sat down and I was just picturing it like it was a movie. And I was like, where could this story go next? Um, and at the, when I was writing it, it was like a really simple um, guitar loop from Xavier. And I kind of made the track like that. I reached out to him and showed him what I'd done with it. And he was like, wow, this is awesome. Can I? work on it some more so i sent him over the vocals and um, he's added loads of other layers to it and it's gone from being this 
this really basic storytelling track to this really beautiful, powerful song. Um, it's about a girl that goes into a random bar, meets a random guy who happens to be on quite a crazy life journey and deciding to leave everything behind and just jump on board and take that risk. And it's, it's really cool because I know that I wrote it from my feelings, but the mm. story is slightly different to reality. So I sing it and it, it's like, it touches me, although the actual story is doesn't relate to my life. But I love that. I like that. It's, uh, it's the kind of song that you want to listen to the words as, you, as you're hearing it. Did you mention that you were pulling it from emotions, right? Or did I misunderstand that part? Yeah. yeah. So the songs I read are like exactly what's happened as mm. what I'm writing about, or I take the feeling of situation I'm in and mm. try and turn that into something a little bit more relatable mm. because not everyone has been in the exact same position as me. And most people probably wouldn't have been in this story about a town girl, but you, we've all had that love that you just do anything to keep it going. And that's what the song's about. So yeah, it's based off of feelings and emotions and kind of a moment of clarity is what the song's about. Gotcha. Awesome. Awesome. So a as you're approaching the release, you're, uh, we said about a week, about a week away, uh, what's kind of running through your mind right now as we approach the, uh, the release date? Well, I have like a bunch of content to create, <laughs> um, which I'm trying, I'm not the best at content creation, mm -hmm. but I've got, I've got my plan. I've got just over a week to get everything ready and sent over to the PR company. Um, and then just kind of excitement. I'm so excited to have now just two songs out there because I've got around about 13 songs mm. for this project ready to go. And when you look at my name, when you search Nicole Shortland as opposed to Nikki Ambers or Little Nikki, who I was before, there's mm -hmm. one song. There's like 300 Instagram followers. Like it's all very new. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just pure excitement. I'm thinking like, very soon now it's going to be people are going to know exactly what the full picture is um and that's just really exciting nice nice so when you look at the full picture as as you see it now what do you hope people take away from your music and this new kind of persona for yourself hopefully just authenticity I am trying to be as real and honest as I can be. Um, and hopefully they can see that and learn who I am as a person through my music, as opposed to, I used to feel before, like when you're doing R&B or dance or for me anyway, I had to get into character to perform and get into character to record and to write. It was, I was becoming Nikki. Mm. Whereas now that this is, it's just what what feels right and what's true inside mm. me. I hope that people that listen and people that invest their time into me and my music can see that and see who I am, because that's literally all I want to do. Yeah. Is just be honest and real with my with my sound and with what makes me feel good. Awesome, that's really cool. Uh, that like I'm I'm all about authenticity and just being authentic to yourself and not trying to fit 
into what's popular or what what the cool kids are doing nowadays. God, I sound like an old man. <laughs> um, but I, you know, it, it it's really cool to kind of um, watch this transformation happen. Obviously, you have a lot of years of like experience working in pop with the record labels and all that stuff, but just to kind of now really be able to sink your teeth into a project that you're passionate about because you're passionate about it. I, I can't wait to see where this album where this project where you know, like however, whatever words we want to use to describe it. I can't wait to see where it takes you. Thanks. I'm really honestly full of this like buzz and energy and this, this feeling that I'm doing the right thing. Um, I just feel like this is good and this is right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah <laughs> I can't agree more. Um, so a, as you kind of look forward when you need to kind of like step away or just kind of decompress, so what are some of your hobbies? What do you do outside of the business or outside of the industry to decompress? Um, so I have a little daughter, she's three <laughs> and a half. Um, she comes to most gigs. She is involved in the writing process. She's there like for everything. So she's the main focus of my life. Um, and then other than Vienna and music, it's the dogs. So now between us, we have about 10 dogs, I think, oh, wow. and some puppies and a couple of cats. Um, and all the dogs do their own thing. So I have whippets who like to run and race. And then I have um, huskies and a Belgian shepherd who like to pull the bike um and then we do agility and just a bunch of dog stuff a bunch of getting muddy my mum um raises calves for a living mm. so we're down at the farm with the cows a lot and nice. feeding the little baby cows and just basically if it's not music and makeup it's like animals and mud so it's yeah. one or the other all the time <laughs> hey, hey they're they're that's yeah <laughs> like they honestly Oddly, they go hand in hand. Having interviewed as, many, as so many musicians, just kind of when they're not being out on stage, singing, performing, having to promote themselves on social, being out in nature in some form of fashion, which being out on the farm is as much being out a part of nature as it is going walking through the trail or whatever it is and just kind of having that opportunity to disconnect and just turn off the the i don't want to say turn your brain off but turn off the high frequency need to always be at your best is you know that that i like i think yeah. being it, it just kind of all goes hand in hand yeah and I think the creative brain sees the world a little bit differently. Mm. And from my experience working and being around creatives, we get tired a lot, like mentally tired from taking in so much information. And for a lot of us, writing, performing is a great outlet for that. But equally, like you say, being around animals and nature and I love trees. <laughs> Being around all those things, like a, another really good way to kind of unwind and let loose and let the world pass you by and just enjoy the moment, I think. Yeah. 
100%. 100%. So um, if anybody wants to check out your music or interact with you on social, catch a show, whatever it is, uh, where's the best place to find you? So Instagram and Facebook is Nicole Shortland Country. Um, all my music so far, <laughs> the one song so far, soon to be two, are on Spotify and YouTube. So there's Ride, which was my first single, which is Spotify, Apple Music, all the streaming services. Um, but everything is on my Instagram and my Facebook. I post them at the same time. Um, I have Twitter. I have yes. two, I think it's X now. I have X. Yeah. I have two followers. Um, but I used, to, I used to love it. And now I go on and I can't work my way around it. So I'll get used to that one again. Yeah. But mainly Instagram and Facebook is the way to be. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, I, I'm in the same boat. Like I, I'll still call it Twitter forever. Like calling it X just isn't in my uh, isn't in my brain. So, but no, I was oh TikTok is also yeah. Nicole Short country, but I can't get I can't understand that app either. They're very similar. Yeah. I get easily confused. Um, but I'm trying to, to up my social game. Hey, it, it's all a process right now. And there's, there's so many social platforms that people need to be, or that quote unquote, people need to be on and be active on it. Oh. It's almost a full-time job just to keep yourself relevant on all, any of the social medias, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. But and keeping up to date with me. Yeah. hundred percent. But I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down and chat with us. Um, if there's anything we can ever do for you, please let me know. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll kind of uh, just stay in contact through Instagram and all that fun stuff. I really appreciate you taking the time, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. You have a great rest of your day, and we're going to play a little musical roulette here and cue up our next guest. And Nicole Shortland, thank you so much. Really appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk to you later.